Hi everybody. So Catherine and Dave here from Fantasy Fitnessing and we are here to cover, preview our stats and picks for the Torian Pro in Australia. So I'm going to run through a few sort of stats we've pulled on that sort of continent field on its own. Dave's going to run through some picks and yeah, hopefully quick and dirty, give you some info and set you up for the semifinal. All right, so starting off, a little review of the Games athletes that have obviously gone to the Games before. We've got Bain Brown, James Newberry, Jay Crouch, Matt McLeod is back. Roy Stunn and Ricky Grard also back, totally different reasons. Um, that's six men that have Games experience in the semifinal. And then we've got five women with Ellie Turner, Jamie Simmons, Kara Saunders, Madeline Sturt, and Tia Claire Toomey. Also back to also Australia. Also back to Australia, yes. She did not compete in Torium Pro last year. So it's good to see that she's going to throw down with her fellow continent semifinal people. And then in terms of semifinal athletes, there are 13 men and 11 women that competed in a semifinal last year. Looking at kind of how the semifinal athletes did in the Open... The top five athletes from the Open on the women's side is Tia. Nobody's surprised. And then Jamie, or sorry, Ellie Turner was second. Jamie Simmons was third. Kara Saunders was fourth. And Madeline Sturt was fifth. So that's coming out of the Open. And then looking at the women's field from the worldwide quarterfinal rank, it Kind of shuffles up a bit and we lose Jamie Simmons out of the top five. It becomes Tia Toomey, Kara Saunders, Ellie Turner, Bailey Rogers comes in at fourth, and then Madeline Sturt is fifth. So a bit of a shuffle of Jamie Simmons out of the top five and Bailey Rogers into the top five in quarterfinals. And then on the men's side, out of the open, we have Jay Crouch, Ricky Garrard, Baden Brown. Thor Hanal and Zach Thomas out of the open and then switching into the worldwide quarterfinal ranks. The order switches up a bit of Ricky Garrard on top, Jay Crouch in second. And then two new names come in with Bailey Martin at third. Baden Brown slides down to fourth and then Jack Clark is fifth out of the semifinal athletes for based on their worldwide quarterfinal rank. So that's kind of the top names, looking at the top fives of each field out of the open and the quarterfinals. To know them, watch them. And then... At least on the women's side, they're, they're familiar names. So it'll be exciting to watch them all compete. Yeah, together. Bailey Rogers is kind of the sort of new name in the mix on the women's side with her sort of bumping Jamie Simmons out in the quarterfinal ranks. And then Bailey Martin and Jack Clark, kind of the new names on the men's side. So keep an eye out. And then we kind of did a bit of a pull on like the total field strength of the semifinal as a whole. We did a podcast on that last week, kind of comparing them all. And the women were sixth and that's look or sorry, seventh. And that's looking at the, full field but we decided to kind of narrow it down a bit 
because the full field isn't necessarily what it meet like doesn't represent how competitive it will be to get to the games. So we then limited down the, this is all based on the worldwide quarterfinal finish of the athletes. We narrowed it down to the advancing spots. So for Torian, that's three game tickets and three last chance tickets. So the advancing spots, the women's field moves up to sixth. Not significant, but a little bit better. So we decided to then take it to just like, how competitive is it for a game spot? Everybody's been talking about Oceana, especially the women's field. It's going to be tight. And when you look at the average worldwide ranking of the top three athletes in Oceana, and the women move up to first from sixth, it's probably something to do with Tia being first, Kara being second in the world in quarterfinals, and Ellie Turner turning out a 15th. So that is a tight race in that top three for the women. So that is the toughest region that we've looked at for athletes, game spots, worldwide quarterfinal rank. Yeah, I was just, you know, what makes this a little bit more impressive, just looking at the, the leaderboard on the game site. So it was, there's, you know, about 8,600 Oceana women um, competing in the open, give or take. Uh, and there's 64,000 women in North America competing. So for them to be the strongest quarterfinal with, you know, roughly about eighth of the participants, like, again, it's pretty amazing to see that type of strength given the the size of the field. Also explains why kind of the, the full field's a little bit weaker just because there are a lot fewer uh, people in the space. Yeah, and then be, I think because it is so competitive, people like Laura Clifton have gone team this year. She's not in the mix at all on this side of things. And I think Marnie Sykes has also gone team this year. So there's a couple of people that sort of are names that are in the top-ish kind of push of the field that aren't didn't do quarterfinals this year, I don't think. And then looking onto the men's side, the total field strength for the Torian Pro men is eighth. And then narrowing it down to those six advancing spots for the men, three games tickets and three last chance, the men are also eighth. And then looking at the game spots, which is three, the men move up to fourth place overall. So that's Ricky Garrard was 11th. Overall in the worldwide quarterfinal, Jay Crouch was 19th. Bailey Martin was 25th. That's a pretty strong showing. And that's Baden Brown's 48th. He's not even in that top three being counted for that average. Yeah, this one's a bit interesting because, like, yeah, you have, you know, Bailey Martin in there, Jack Clark. Because, like, you got a couple other big names in Royce Dunn and James Newberry competing in this semifinal, which just, like, didn't even register at the top. So, um, I think it's going to be a lot more competitive to, to get those games tickets and that number applies. Yeah, for sure. And then on to sort of some fun stats that Dave's pulled for Torian and a few of his picks for the semifinal. Yeah, so I guess, you know, kicking it off, um, some of the things that I'm watching and I'm looking forward to, like at least for me, this is probably the semifinal that I'm probably the most excited to watch, which um, it's good that it's the first week. 
um, it's bad that it's going to be in the middle of the night here and um, the day job's going to go out the window for a couple of days, but that's okay. Um, I guess, yeah, point one, Tia versus Kara. Um, excited to see them back on the same competition floor together at their best, um, finishing one, two worldwide quarterfinals. Um, so to have that there, to see them together, because this will really be the first time since, you know, 2018 games that, you know, they've both been in top form competing side by side. So excited to see that considering, you know, this battle between the two of them, you know, Fibonacci final redeemed in dominance. Um, that got me into CrossFit to begin with. So um, excited to see the return of those two together um, in what, you know, potentially could be the last season for both of them competing. Yeah, having those two going head to head is going to be epic, to quote Tia. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, something else looking forward to. So, again, something else making a return to the competition floor. Uh, Ricky Garrard. So, again, a couple of things that I'm interested to watch here is just, again, Ricky versus the field from kind of a, a competition standpoint. So, you know, he did finish third at uh, Dubai back in December, um, which was, you know, good to see his return. He d- did show at a top level, but not necessarily the strongest competition. So just to see him go out against, you know, Jay Crouch, Baden um, Brown, Royce Dunn, James Newberry, and a couple of these kids, and Jack Clark and Bailey Martin. So to see, to see where he is against those athletes on a competition floor when all the chips are on the line. I know there's a bunch of money in Dubai, but it's a little bit different to uh, punch your ticket to the game. So you'll see there, I think he's been waiting four years uh, for this type of moment. So uh, I definitely will see kind of the intensity and drive that he brings, but it'll be interesting to see how he matches up against everybody else. Yeah, it'll be super fun to see him. He's, he's there to make a splash. I really hope it's big. And it's fun to see him against some guys that have, Gains experience in Bain Brown, James Newberry, Bryce Dunn won it last year. Like, it'll be a good final heat. It'll be fun to watch. Yeah. And I guess, like, those guys, you know, at least, you know, from Instagram, they all come off as mates of each other. So it'll be interesting to see how Ricky is potentially accepted within that group of guys. Like, you know, you got, you know, Crouch and Brown and Dunn. Like, they all seem to be friendly you know, banter back and forth on Instagram with each other. So it'll be interesting to see if kind of Ricky is, you know, an outsider within that group on the competition floor, or if he's, you know, giving high fives and hugs with the the boys at the end of each event. I think he served his time. He'll be back. He'll be in the fold. I, it'll be good. I'm not worried about it, but I'm excited to see it. Someone else I'm interested in seeing uh, how they perform on the competition floor is going to be Royce Dunn. So his season kind of you know all over the place so he was 604th in the crossfit open and yeah, i think we had to go like search and form an event one race you know in the thousandth of place uh 11th in quarterfinals which considering he you know won Torian pro last year uh was 15th ish at the games 16th um it'll it'll be interesting to see like how he can turn it on like he will does have you know dad strength behind him and years and years of experience. I just I don't know if it's going to be too little too late in order to you know make it to the the top of this field. Yeah, or it could be the thing of he knew through the open he'll make top ten percent without his 
even 90, 80% effort. And kind of the same with quarterfinals, like looking at that strength of field that like, as it goes from the field to like the qualifying spots to the game spots, the men's field also got stronger that he might've been taking a calculated risk of really not sending it on those quarterfinals that he could come out and surprise us. Yeah, definitely. I think it'll be, I think he does have that to turn it on. And again, at, at 31, he's not necessarily needing to go full send. Um, the recovery time is also going to be a lot longer versus somebody who's 22, 23. Yeah. So, you know, potentially a calculated move. I just, uh, it'll be interesting to see if he can uh, open up the, the throttle a bit when it, when it matters. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and then another piece, uh, Jamie Simmons. So I guess, you know, looking at Jamie Simmons, a bit of, you know, a Jekyll and Hyde there from a, a semifinal standpoint or a quarterfinal standpoint. So he had those first three events. I think she was top five in all three of them. And then, you know, fourth with the other total and five with the, the heavy snatches. She was 30th-ish um, within the Oceana semifinal. So, you know, to see her, I guess she'll have another eight weeks of recovery between those two. But are we going to see a programming that is going to potentially push her to the last chance qualifier or is it going to be friendly for her shoulder and where her shoulder is at in recovery that gives her, you know, opportunity to put it all out on the line there without risk of re-injuring or without that fear of re-injuring um, to see her fight for that last spot. Yeah. I hope we see her in fighting shape. We never, you never want to watch an athlete when they're not, Sort of, sort of ready to give it. They're like 110. percent So, hopefully, she's having enough time. It's kind of too bad that it's one of the earlier semifinals. A few extra weeks would make a difference for an athlete coming back from injury. Yeah, definitely. And then I guess the last thing of highlight um, of this one is just you know the transition of athletes um, that are coming in. So, looking at especially the women's field, it's a lot more pronounced there. There's 12 women competing this week, or not this week, but at the semifinal uh, over the age of 30 years old. So to have, I guess, 40% of the field kind of on the wrong side of 30 when it comes to competitive CrossFit, it, it'll be just interesting to see kind of a lot of the, the youth coming up. I know there was a few athletes who competed team last year that are going uh, individual this year. I think Gemma Huck was one of those that you know, have made that choice to, okay, like I'm going to give it a run as an individual athlete and gain that experience this year, uh, you know, when they're, you know, 22, 23. So it's interesting to see just kind of the change of uh, competitive landscape in the Oceana field. It's kind of something we can see sort of, especially in North America, the younger athletes are coming in as older ones retire, like Carrie Pierce and people out with injury, like Bethany Shadburn. Um, Oceana is maybe a year or two away from that with T and Kara sitting on top and the men's yeah. field still got lots of guys with games experience that are going to keep pushing that top end of the field. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Uh, now on the, on the interesting, uh, bit, we'll see, you know, hopefully these picks go a lot better than my open madness picks, but, um, for the games tickets. Uh, start with the men's podium. I got uh, Ricky Girard finishing first, followed by Jay Couch and Baden Brown. Uh, taking a look at those are the top three. I think just, you know, Ricky is going to have a hunger um, for this one. So I think he's going to come out guns a-blazing. Jay Crouch, a lot more experience this year. He was one point away from winning it last year. Um, and again, 
had a, a strong open. And then I just Baden Brown, who just kind of quietly you know, 17th, 18th at the games last year. So that is my podium for the men's side. And then uh, looking at a dark horse, so someone that could sneak in there in terms of uh, making it to the games is Bailey Martin. So touched on him. He, he was third there um, from a quarterfinal standpoint, but he's really jumped up in terms of, you know, growing as an athlete. So depending on what page you look at on CrossFit.com, he's either 21 or 22. So uh, again, really kind of hit, hitting that full development stage as a, a CrossFit athlete um, has made, you know, his best open finish to this point. So he was 129th in the open previous best was 516th a couple of years ago. So again, seeing that growth there and then just looking back to some of his past experience. So um, he is a, a past games athlete. So was there 2017 as a teen athlete uh, finished 13th there but last year finished eighth place at Torian Pro. So he's one spot out of the last chance qualifier with just, you know, I think he was out by like 20 points. So like, you know, a couple seconds here, a couple seconds there, he could have found himself uh, above that line there. But interesting enough is that, you know, three of those guys who went to last chance qualifier uh, that were ahead of him was, you know, Luke Fiso, uh, Con Porter and Luke DeJong. Like, so those three guys not competing this year. So really kind of pushes him up to, you know, kind of that fifth spot, assuming all things, you know, stay the same. But, you know, with the competitive field, I think there's, you know, enough athletes that can sneak out some event wins or competition points that, you know, might give him a shot at the end of the weekend. Yeah, that's interesting, sort of pointing out that the guys ahead of them that went to last chance aren't competing this year. Luke Dijon is one that kind of a bit bummed that he's not in this year. He was super fun to watch. And maybe that's why I didn't notice Bailey Martin as much last year. And the Fowler brothers are out. They were fun to watch last year. They're going team this year. So, yeah, I think Ricky Gerard and Jake Roach being one, two. I don't know who's going to say otherwise. But it's kind of fun that Bain Brown and those guys might have a little bit of competition. Yeah, or some of the old places. Like, uh, you got Dunn and Newbury in there. Like, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. So I think it'll be a lot more competitive um, than some people think. And uh, it'll be interesting to see, especially to kick things off again. Yeah, it's a great semifinal for the kickoff weekend. And then on to the picks for the women's side. Okay, this one, kind of a no-brainer, one and two. Uh, I got Tia and Kara finishing one, two. And then Ellie Turner, I have third. Uh, Again, she just continues to be on this huge upswing this year, starting at Wadapalooza and then finishing, what was it? 10th uh, worldwide in the CrossFit semifinals, so or quarterfinals there. So uh, kind of see those are the top three, which is unfortunate to see J- Jamie Simmons likely pushed out to last chance qualifier. Just it'd be great to see her back at the games this year after all the work she's done on her shoulder that way. And then Dark Horse, um, kind of have two because I feel the first one's cheating a bit and picking Maddie Sturt. Um, it's kind of hard when your dark horse has been to the games four times as an individual athlete, but um, that's kind of where she, she finds herself. Um, so hopefully she's able to, again, make that spot. It'd be great to see her back at the games. Uh, she did finish third last year in last chance qualifier, um, albeit a distant third. So uh, again, right there on the verge. Uh, but as a, you know, I think she's 25 this year. So 
she still has you know plenty of competitive time left in um, from that standpoint. And then uh, a second athlete on the women's side I just want to keep my eye on is Gemma Hawk. Um, she was training out of CrossFit Torian, so 23 years old. So again, uh, right on another up and comer. Had you know a seventh in quarterfinals. So again, you know right there in the mix. Just however, she just has had a, a big jump again in her open this year. So went from 492nd a couple of years ago up to 328th. But you know that steady improvement. 12th at uh, Torian last year. So again, another year of training uh, could give her a good shot to make it up. Yeah, it's always fun to have a dark horse be um, sort of somebody new. But in this case, Maddie Sturt might be a dark horse, which is yeah. kind of crazy. So, yeah, yeah, there's definitely names outside of the qualifying spots on both men and women here. Yeah, it's, it's going to be good. I'm stoked. Yeah, like it'll be interesting to see who else. Obviously, there's nine other quarterfinal or semifinals with a ton of strength, but it's not going to be or wouldn't be surprising to see two female Oceana athletes make it out of last chance qualifier. So, yeah, it'll yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how that plays out with the strength out of this one. But as we preview all the rest of them, we may change and be like, oh, yeah. nope, these people are going to be in there too. Yeah, by the end of the series, we'll have 28 people making it out of last chance. Exactly. <laughs> so there you go. So that's our preview on Torian Pro. A little highlight of the athletes, who's who, what have they done so far this season, and who we think is going to perform at Torian. So yeah, make sure you follow us on Instagram at Fantasy Fitnessing and sign up on fantasyfitnessing.com for all of our fantasy sports games that we play. We're gonna have salary cap games and there are sort of draft rooms open. If you get maybe you and four or five other buddies together, you can draft the athletes each weekend to make your fantasy roster. And I would pick some of these guys that we just highlighted. And yeah, any last bits, Dave, or that's it? No, excited to get going. It's a uh, semifinal season yes, here. The meat of the season is here. Mm -hmm. All right, so that's it from us, and we'll see you on the leaderboard.